Good morning. It's Friday, July 31st, 2015. This is Tech Talk Today, episode 200 like a mouse. And my name is Chris. And I'm Angela. Hey, Angela. Good morning to you. Hello. Thank you for joining me on this Friday edition. Mm-hmm. You know, 200 episodes feels pretty good. It's kind of crazy, actually. I'm, I'm kind of, in a way, it worked out that we, we took a couple weeks off during the OSCON craziness to uh, have all one consecutive week of episodes. And so to help us celebrate this special occasion is our well-stocked Mumble Room. Time-appropriate greetings, Mumble Room. Hey. Hey. Holy moly. <laughs> they were excited, huh? Jeez. I like it. All right, so uh, this week uh, was, it's not just Tech Talk 200. No, no, no friends. It's also Windows 10 week. And, uh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> and the first 24 hours for Windows 10 have been good. Uh, Windows yes. 10 in the last 24 hours, Microsoft is there humbled and grateful to see their response with an unprecedented demand for Windows 10. Angela, do you have a guess as to how many downloads they have received in the first 24 hours of Windows 10? Four. <laughs> no, Seriously, come on. Who's doing this? Really? Who is doing really? This? Come well, on, come on. I saw uh, some of our viewers went ahead and tried it, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. So okay. M- maybe All right, mumble room. Your guess. How many people? How and 2. chat room? Two point seven million. I'm one of them. Two point seven. Okay. I'm one of them. So we have a one point three million. We have a one point three million. For shame. Really? Keep, keep, millions? Keep going. How many? How many do we think? How many? How many? Three hundred thousand. 300,000, that's that's a pretty good guess. For Windows 10, now remember, uh, Windows 8 did not see a very good adoption curve. Of course, this is a free upgrade. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, well, that is. changes it. Yeah, it's a free upgrade. Are you ready? Oh, man, people are so stupid. Are you ready? <laughs> are you ready for the reveal? Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, the Windows 10 24-hour install count is... 14 million installs after 24 hours. I feel hours. like we need the prices right. Corky got it. Corky got it. You got it, Corky. Good job, buddy. You know what, Corky? Come wow. on down, buddy. Come on down. Get down here, Corky. Actually, I can't play that YouTube poll stuff. Oh, WWNSX actually guessed it first. Oh, did he? Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. But he was probably trolling the subreddit where people submit the <laughs> links for the show. <laughs> so, you yeah. know, what's yeah, that link? Does... Techtalktoday.reddit.com? Yeah, it does help you cheat a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> but 14 million isn't bad. The first 24 hours it's been an incredible 24 hours for Windows. That's definitely one of their best relaunches ever. And I'm not going to say much, <laughs> but you may see something about it in the next few days on the network. We'll see. Uh, anyways, moving okay. on from there, Google quietly is distributing a new version of Google Glass, and Noah couldn't be happier. Is it white? Actually, it's really different. It's a clip-on. Uh, it's a clip-on device that can go over existing glasses. You know, I noticed. Ooh, interesting. I didn't pre-vet this because you know uh, that's yeah. how I roll. Because yeah. that's how I roll. Because that's how. That's I, how we go. Uh, that's how we roll. Well, let's see what this Wall Street video says about the Wall Street Journal has a, a report here. Let's see what they say. Call it Google Glass 2.0. Google is rolling out a new version of its glass wearable computer, but you're not likely to see it on store shelves anytime soon. As Wall Street Journal reporter Alistair Barr reports, the new glass is aimed at business applications in industries like healthcare, manufacturing, and energy. Google hasn't released any images of the new version, but people familiar with the matter say it won't have a wireframe like its predecessor, but instead a button and hinge system to attach the mini-computer to different glasses. The new model also has a faster Intel processor as well as improved battery life and wireless connectivity, sources tell the Wall Street Journal. The initial version of Glass was the target of criticism because of security and privacy concerns. Critics claimed users could record video in public places without others noticing. 
Google stops selling it in January, but hopes to skirt privacy issues with the new model because it will be used mostly in private workplaces. And we kind of covered some of these rumors before, but I think the big differentiator here、uh, that Google's going for is their it's co- it's becoming a clip-on product, not a full like these are the glasses you buy for a thousand twelve hundred dollars. And、um, as a clip-on product, it's going to have to compete with a lot of other、uh, manufacturers who can build things that clip onto your glasses. Well,、so. yeah, and a two-hour battery life. <laughs> What the heck? Yeah, that's a little weak. That's a little weak. But, Noah, but I do like that because I I was not <clears throat> able to use Noah's Google Glass at、right. um at the Ohio Fest last yeah. year. Yeah. When I tried it, because I couldn't see. So clipping、yeah. onto glasses. Right. Ri- then you could have your own prescription and whatnot. Right. Yeah. And then, and, and then I、uh, yeah. Which you could do now, but it takes you know a little more custom work. So、uh, you know I, I gave Noah the、uh, Android Watch. Uh, LG Watch R that we had here for testing, and I'm asking him to try it for a little while to get his opinion on Android Wear, and、uh, he's comparing it directly to Google Glass because that's what he's、mm, had longer.、Yeah. And in his opinion, Google Glass is a way better product, if nothing else, because the camera works so quickly and seamlessly for him that it's like an extended memory. And like we were out at、uh, you know Oscon. And we were at the buffet, and he saw a plate of brownies that he wanted to go back and get later, and didn't want to forget them. So he just, without even thinking, snaps a picture, saves it to his glass, and then later when he's reviewing things, like, oh yeah, there's those brownies, and he goes gets brownies. He's like, <laughs> for him, that camera functionality is pretty key, and also just having things heads up in his face instead of having to look down at a watch or something like that. He likes that a lot too. But yeah, so first it was get a watch so you don't have to pull out your phone. Now Google Glass so you don't have to look at your watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know anybody in the、uh, mumble room、uh, up for getting themselves a pair of Google Glass if it say came around three hundred dollars and you could clip it onto an existing、uh, set of eyewear. Possibly, I, yeah, I would totally do it, but I, it wouldn't be. I still couldn't use it because I have、uh, I have nearsightedness, so I、mm. I can see perfectly fine with the regular glasses,、mm-hmm. but I have to take them on, take it on, take my glasses off, put、right. that on. Yeah, but when I have my actual glasses on, then I have that. It's too close because of my, my prescription, and then I can't see anything. So then, regardless of the clip on, it's useless. That's interesting. Yeah, I, I would definitely try it if the price point was right. But until they get the price point down below five hundred dollars, it's just not worth it. It's too much of a. It's too. I mean, at that point, you might as well. I think watches have a more of a of a, of a long term consumer trajectory, and that's probably if you're going to spend the money, where your money would be better spent on a device. Speaking of devices that maybe your money could have been better spent on, the Nvidia Shield tablets are being recalled due to fire hazards with the battery. Oh man! Yeah, this is coming out this morning, and we don't I, have one of those, right? No, but I, surprised. It, <laughs> <laughs> we have the、uh, we have the version that's in the controller where the screen flips up. You know that one? Oh yeah, kids, yeah, 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 yeah. But、uh, this is after that one. They released a tablet. It's like the same. It's a more powerful version of the guts. In a full-on tablet,、mm-hmm. and this one has these fire hazard issues, which is kind of too bad because it's a pretty slick Android tablet.、Um, and the other thing is, is the other thing that's kind of funny about it is Nvidia made a really big deal about their thermal designs for this tablet,、uh, which looks like maybe that was sort of responsible for getting the battery too warm and causing it to blow up into a ball of fire. Jeez. Yeah, yeah. So speaking of things, I wonder how many fires there were before <clears throat> they decided to pull it. You know, I could have, I, I didn't dig.、Uh, no, that's yeah, a good question. They、uh, might not have. Yeah, they might not. Have well, sometimes if you dig around, you can find it like on forums and stuff.、Mm-hmm. So if anybody out there knows, I would be curious if you could get、the、a link to that. Let's kill. That's a great <laughs> question. <laughs> oh, Hopefully nobody did. That. Yeah, well, yeah. That would be. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. So this one's interesting.、Uh, what do you do when the company that you've hired or the product you've bought to keep you secure gets hacked? This seems to be happening more and more, doesn't it? Antivirus firm Bit. Defender admits a breach, and here's the bad thing:、uh, the hackers stole their password database, which wasn't encrypted. 
iPad plain text <laughs> passwords. <laughs> yeah. Nobody got time for that. Ain't nobody got time for that, Andrews. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Security company having crappy security. Yeah, so it starts, uh, uh, Detox Ransom had demanded the Bitdefender pay a $15,000 fine or their customer database would get leaked. Uh, over the weekend, the hackers dumped some of the data online, which appeared to contain more than 250 you know, customers' okay, usernames so and passwords. Isn't that illegal? Isn't that blackmail oh, yeah. to a degree? Okay, oh, yeah. But it seems like it should be legal blackmail. Because like they like, screwed up you, so bad, like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like and and maybe it's almost like, like a Robin Hood, like yeah, 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 like FBI should be like, yeah, this is good, yeah, do it, no sanction, you know, you know like because. I would agree if it wasn't in, in affecting, you know, because the customers didn't do anything wrong. And now their customers' usernames and passwords are getting leaked. And then you, people well, can use it, that credentials to compromise their accounts. Only if they're not accounts. leaking it. If they, if they yeah. withhold it right. and they get the money, right. I think it's okay. They've, and le- it, they've leaked a little taste to show that what they've got is legit. That's ah, what they've done right now. Here's yeah. a taste of it. Yeah. So that's, yeah. Well, F stick. Yeah. So uh, I don't I don't know. I don't. I don't. I said, rotten. Rotten. Your mic's, your mic's hanging open over there, Rotten. Come on now. Come on now. Clickety-clack. And what kind of keyboard do you have, Rotten? Oh, it's one of those awesome $20 Dell. Oh, really? It actually sounds semi-decent, though. Does it yeah. feel okay? Hey, what do you think it's of that fun. new keyboard? Have you got to t- type in the chat room for a second. Tell me what you think about it. Uh, Noah was out here this week, you know, when Noah's out here. Well, it um, types extra P's. <laughs> <laughs> chat room. It's not... It's, Noah know. couldn't stand the Microsoft keyboard there was and went to Best Buy and had to replace it before he could keep working. So, really? Yeah. I don't think this is much better. I kind of like it. I kind of like it. We went it's, from a Microsoft to a Logitech. And it's it's not bad. I do like Logitech, but this keyboard, uh, no, so it's not quite doing it for me. But I did fe- get a Microsoft keyboard. Yeah, uh, for Ab- Abby's computer. How do you feel about this one? Scientists are working on tiny robots that can run across water and leap like Jesus. Uh, Look at this. They can walk and leap across water, just like Jesus. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. It's been d- uh, developed by a team of robotic uh, engineers in Korea, and. Uh, Interesting. This is kind of what it looks like there, and so it's like a little. Wow, it could they be like created a, little, a giant robot insect. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Engineers and robotics uh, ha- there at the uh, at the Seoul National University in South Korea have just designed the first robotic to mimic jumping water insects like water spiders and striders. The robot balances in, on open water and leaps into the air using little more than the force of the water's natural natural surface tension. As scientists detail today in the journal Science, they first had to work out the mystery of how insects like the water strider managed to make this trick work in the first place. <laughs> when Jesus robots kill. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, okay, so let's yeah. watch a video of it here. Let's watch the video of the creepiest robot just, in the world. Check this out. Check this out. Here it goes. Look how that much... Oh, my gosh. That's a real bug. Okay. So you see how a real bug does it. Now, let's go put the creepiest robot in the entire world that's... Now, and picture hundreds of thousands of th- these things coming across the, l- the lake to kill you. Like, you're on a boat, and you think you're safe from the robots, and then hundreds of thousands of these, these things are crawling across the lake, and you could hear them... Slap, 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 slap. Splash, 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 splash. Tell me that's not... a heart attack before it even gets there. Yeah. I really don't understand why they had to do this. I mean, I, <laughs> like, if it's to understand a new, a new level of physics or something, like, that's no. one thing, but... No. Like, so... This is... A, think about, like, a little tiny microphone or radio transmitter on, on built on the top of one of these things. This is a whole new level of surveillance. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, this is going to be amazing. This, this, is why, this is why the robots will win. I mean, it, can it walk? Yeah. Though, like, it, yeah. they haven't shown it walking. Oh, it walks. Because yeah. if it could walk, like, no, it yeah, walks. just let's see how long it takes to get across the ocean and take video of it the whole time. How cool would that be? It walks. See? Oh, it walks. Yeah. And also can jump on land, too. So it doesn't just have to be on water. Can, uh, yeah. Good job, everybody. Good no, job, everybody. No, thank you. Come on. You don't want that in? You don't no. want that? Oh, okay. All right. Well, hey, Angela. 
You know what? Maybe this will make you feel better because guess what? It's our Kickstarter. Woo! And this one, there's no beating this one. I'm sorry. I know you had a contender, but our Kickstarter. Oh, I, just, I was just finding something. This one is called Snotbot. Oh, gosh. Pushing the frontiers of whale research with drones. It has 504 backers. They're seeking $225,000. They currently have raised $31,000 oh. with 25 mm. days to go. Oh, okay. And their spokesperson is Sir Patrick Stewart. Ah! I'm just collecting data. Ian, what the heck is that? What is going on? I'm just measuring your stress levels. All right, Ian, enough of this harassment. I need to know what is going on. I'm collecting your snot. Why do you need my tissue with my snot on it? Come outside and I'll explain it to you. What's going on here? We're really looking for ways to collect biological data without harassing the animals. And here comes our drones we affectionately call Snotbot. Ocean Alliance has been at the forefront of marine mammal research for over 40 years. It was our founder, Dr. Roger Payne, who first discovered the whales sing songs. And today we're excited to introduce our latest contribution to the field of marine mammal science and innovation, Snotbot. Snotbots are custom-built small drones developed in partnership with Olin College of Engineering. They're designed to hover safely above a whale and collect samples of the blow expelled from their lungs in a way that won't harass or disturb the whale in any way. These blow samples, or snot, are a treasure trove of data. With them, we can sequence DNA, measure stress and pregnancy hormone levels, determine virus and bacterial loads, and run a host of other non-invasive experiments. Give us a clear picture of these animals as they are in the wild on their own terms. We believe that looking into the undisturbed lives of whales may give us a greater understanding of current threats than do existing research methodologies. And this picture is vital to our understanding not only of them and the oceans they inhabit, but ultimately the health of this blue planet we call home. Snotbot also allows us to gather this priceless data much more economically than ever before by removing the need for expensive research vessels and a big logistics operation. We can travel light and fast, gather our samples with less effort and at reduced risk to both whale and researcher. Snotbot has been built, tested and is ready to go. Our goal is to travel to three locations and sample three species with different lifestyles and habitats. To Patagonia for the highly endangered southern right whale. To the Sea of Cortez off Mexico to study sperm whales. And finally, to Alaska to study humpback whales. With these unique data sets, we can begin the process of understanding how our current knowledge stacks up to this new data collected through these state-of-the-art non-invasive techniques. All the while, tweaking and refining our platforms, making them more useful to anyone who wants to use drones to study and or conserve the natural world. Hello, I'm Patrick Stewart. I love you. I'm asking you to support my good friend, Captain Ian Kerr and Ocean Alliance in their quest for better, more effective, more efficient, innovative research 
that will give us answers to some of the mysteries about the ocean and particularly whales. I actually think it's kind of brilliant because what what it is is uh, a basically taking drone technology and using it to capture the blow out of a out of a whale's blowhole and analyze that instead of having to poke them or stress yeah. them out. Yeah, it's kind of a neat thing. I'm surprised I haven't seen when snotbots kill. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually think it's kind of cool, and uh, I, of course Patrick Stewart could be asking for my right testicle, and I'd be tempted to donate it. So, <laughs> what do you think, Mumble Room? Looks pretty awesome. Yeah, I, you don't think it's crazy? No, no I mean, it's a crazy idea. It's, it's more crazy. of a useful invention to further science as a whole. It, it makes sense, sense the non-invasive yeah. part. Maybe the only um, wide way to use drones. The only thing I was actually kind of curious about was in that video, why was that one person wearing protective gear and everybody else wasn't? <laughs> <laughs> only you, Rotten. Only you would notice that in the Kickstarter <laughs> video. So they've only got 504 backers, but i got to imagine this is probably going to pick up steam over the weekend because Patrick yeah. Stewart. I wonder... Um, Wonder what happens if the blowhole is a little too strong. Like, can the drones <clears throat> fans withstand that? I bet. I'm sure you they know? thought of that. Like, this is this is their. I know. This but is their like, bag. It just seems like the blowhole might blow that drone, you know, over, <laughs> you know, and then it I, would, bet, I bet like a water cannon. I bet just because yeah. of where they're operating at. I bet just because of where they're, they're going to lose some drones. But uh, you know, yeah. the drones can't be that expensive anymore. Hmm. Yeah. It's a really cool idea. Anyways, well, we'll somebody mentioned it has to be sterile, you know, in order order mm. for them to get accurate mm-hmm. results, or at least the so. sensors do. Yeah. Uh, so we'll have a link to the Kickstarter if you want to back it or spread it around and uh, share you with your Star Trek friends or something like that. Uh, and you know, there's a connection with Star Trek and the whales too, because in Star Trek Four, they save the whales. Oh my goodness. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, I got a special request. Well, this is episode 200, and Linux Unplugged recently hit a milestone, episode 100, mm-hmm. and uh, in episode 103, we did something kind of sneaky behind the scenes when nobody was watching i recorded a second version of the show a multi-track version and uh, tossed that over to ham radio to have him do a multi-track remaster and uh, i've posted that now in the linux action show subreddit and i'm asking people's feedback on the multi-track recording specifically i'm looking for commuters anybody who's had maybe some issues with uh, mumble audio in the show before if you've ever had it if you've ever been with somebody who's like ah the, the linux unplugged audio is too hit and miss i'd like to get your take on it and see what you think is is uh just sort of a first pass at this attempt and it does take a, an additional editor and a little extra work but uh we want to help unplugged grow so i'm curious to get your feedback i'll have a link to that thread in the tech talk today show notes or you can just go to linux action show subreddit and find the uh a 103 multi-track remaster so feedback thread. what is it supposed to do? Is it supposed to sound better for commuters? Or? Well, I don't want to specifically oh. say because I want to get people's oh, okay. sort of unbiased opinion. But it. it's, okay. you know, uh, but basically the, the, the gist behind multi-track recording is each microphone or each input right. is on its own track. Right. I'm and familiar because so, yeah, I'm, no, I'm telling, radio. I'm telling oh. the audience, okay. not you. Uh, so the, the mumble room is able to have additional editing, processing, cleaning, or boosting when needed that doesn't affect the in-studio host microphones. Now, that's not... That, that doesn't sound, oh, that sounds pretty normal. The The challenge we have here is we are also producing video versions of these shows, and to do video and have it synced up with the audio and have it go out live in real time and record that and switch it all in real time, it eventually gets mixed all down into stereo. And once it gets mixed down to stereo, that's the computer sound, my microphone, Angela's microphone, the mumble room, it all gets mixed down to a stereo track, so that way it can all be delivered. And once it's all mixed down into stereo, you're extremely limited with how much tweaking you can go in at the individual components. You just kind of have to tweak the overall sound. And there's only so much re- flexibility you get there without 
ruining the other sound. Uh, does that all make sense? Yeah. So uh, that's what we're trying. We're with multi-track. We can do some of that breakout before it gets all mixed down to stereo. And there's a lot of room we have there. Uh, but it's early days. It does take additional recording equipment. It takes an additional editor. It takes additional delivery time, uh, additional publication processes. But it's something that might be worth it if it makes it more accessible to commuters and uh, headphone wearers and things like that. So you'll find that thread. We'd like to get your opinion on the recording technique. We'll have it linked in the show notes. And also, uh, special thanks to uh, Micro89. Not only did he submit our awesome Tech Talk Today background, which is totally cool for episode 200. Thank you, Micro. But he's also just been a powerhouse in the uh, Tech Talk Today subreddit, submitting tons and tons of stories in this subreddit and many other ones. So thank you to Micro89 for all of his great contributions there and for the background for episode 200. TechTalkToday.reddit.com is where you can also go to add stories to the show to make it even better. You the man, Micro89. You the man. Patreon.com slash today is where you can go to help the Jupiter Broadcasting Network, this show, all the shows on the network, some of the big plans that we're working on over the next couple of months, and all kinds of stuff. Anything you want to specifically mention to the patrons there, Andrews? Mm, I'm, I'm working on a current swag. Oh, yeah, for the swag level? Yeah, and uh, LinuxCon is coming up in a yes. couple weeks, so yes. um, th- there will be a different kind of swag, similar but different yeah. at that, Yeah, if you are local and you yeah. want to come by. LinuxCon will be a good one. It's going to be in Seattle. Mm-hmm. And do you remember it's like August... Uh, 17th, 18th, and 19th. <clears throat> there you go. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And we're going to be there Monday and Tuesday so far. So far, that's the plan. And I'm currently working with a guy at the Linux Foundation. Okay, good. So... Uh, and uh, so that's just that's one of the immediate things that your funding can help with. But we also have some big plans, some big stuff planned for uh, some of our biggest shows. And uh, your support is going to make it possible at patreon.com slash today. And eventually, when we get that around 600, I don't know, I got to look at the numbers, but eventually we're working towards uh, being able to have, bring on support staff that are, supported, that are funded by the Patreon page instead of funded by advertisers when possible. The idea being that that way we can still stay flexible with advertisers and not have to make changes to our core support staff. Uh, Patreon.com slash today is where you can help us build towards that initiative as well. Thank you, everybody. Foo. Foo. Thank sure. you, Foo. <laughs> it's, uh, I guess I'm getting the foe on the brain because we're yeah. doing the foe after this. Yes. We're doing a Friday edition of the foe show uh, today. Well, no, I just want to say thank you to everybody for tuning in. 200 episodes. Thanks to the Mamba Room. Join us on Tuesday. We start to... No, I guess we do them. Do I do them on... No, I'm Tuesday, yeah. Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Is currently on the schedule or do we have anything planned for Friday next week? In the way that you know of? No Women's Tech Radio or anything like that? I don't know. Possibly. Possibly. Well, just check the calendar. We'll update it. JupiterBroadcasting.com slash calendar is where you can go to find the live times in your local time zone. Now, uh, I, uh, I got to end with uh, another Patrick Stewart clip because, I mean, he's yeah. the man, right? Yep. And this one's great. This is, uh, you don't see this very often because Patrick Stewart, he's an accomplished actor. Sir Patrick Stewart gets fired in this end of show clip. See you back here next week, everybody. Have a great weekend. Strongbow hard cider is ice. So sorry, Sir Patrick. Strong You're fired. Fired? Yeah, fired. How dare Strongbow!